Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Today on What Chaos, a trade shakes the NHL big time. And that's basically all we're talking about. But we do have an interview with Kirill Marchenko as well. And those are the only two things that happen on this very long episode of What Chaos. Press subscribe, YouTube. Howdy, folks. It's What Chaos on Tuesday, January 9th in the United States of America. I'm BJ Bean. Pete Blackburn is here. Sean Pauzer DePaz is here. Hi, Pete. Hey, wow. Lucky me. Also, this is probably the most excited I've been for an episode of this show since we've started. I... The, the Cutter Gauthier thing from last night is is like maybe the most exciting spectacle and like wild NHL moment that I can remember in a, in a while. Quick, new subscriber tier bonus. If we can get to 10,000 subscribers on YouTube within the next five minutes, Sean and I will physically remove Pete and he won't be able to do... I want, I've want. i always wanted to make this for like... Since I thought of it like a week ago, I want to make some sort of tier and bonus thing that we like remove each other from the show and don't let each other do the things that we want to do. You said that during the live stream that we did during the Winter Classic and you were just like, yeah, if we reach like 5,000 subscriptions, one of us just gets to go home. And I was like, please reach it. <laughs> this game is boring. There was a, uh, I was listening to the radio one time and uh, it was somebody's birthday. So everybody else walked out for the, like the last five minutes and they just had to do, they just had to like sit there by themselves. And it was bad. I feel <laughs> I would fucking thrive. Yeah. I'd like think of something to do within a like, I don't know, like an awkward 30 seconds and then fucking hum. You with nobody to answer to while like just podcasting <laughs> is the <laughs> scariest idea. No, no. Like I'd finally uh, like unlock my potential. <laughs> I, I'm sure. no, no longer uh, burdened by actually having to do the right thing. Massive, massive episode. Jackie Redmond had uh, just a nightmare of a travel day yesterday. I believe is just landing now, so is not going to be on this episode. She will join us very, very soon. Uh, we will have Kirill Marchenko, which is one of our favorite interviews we've done on this show. The sweetest person in the world. Just lovely guy. Very funny. Very fun. Uh, charming. 
with uh, his apologies for his English, which is very good. Yeah, his, his English wasn't that bad. Like, charming and adorable were the two biggest words that I took away from uh, spending time around Kirill Marchenko. And, and, like, I think the biggest takeaway from the Columbus trip as a whole was just how highly everybody speaks of Marchenko from, like, the, the Blue Jacket staff to his teammates, like everybody who found out that we were sitting down with him was like, oh, you guys are going to love him. He's going to be awesome with you guys. He's just like one of the boys who just kind of like a, an incredible personality and also an incredible player. The fact that he is not uh, has not been elected to the all-star game in the initial selections for the Columbus Blue Jackets is insane to me. Hashtag he NHL all-star vote. Yeah, yeah hashtag, hashtag NHL all-star vote. The, we're pushing the Marchenko agenda. Somebody tweeted at us, be like, yes, push that Marchenko agenda. And I love the idea of referring to something like positive as pushing the agenda. So we're pushing the Marchenko agenda. If we get Kirill Marchenko to the all-star game, A, he'll owe us. Because it's, it, it can't be on merit. It's not that he's a fantastic player. 13 goals this season, folks. Yeah, that's right. Nobody sneezed because that's nothing to sneeze at. He's a great <laughs> player. Let's get him there. If he gets there and we have any sort of hand in it, we're going to like do some fun stuff with him. Yeah. I, I, I was telling Sean, I already got like some segments I'd love to do with him just based off of meeting and hanging out with him once. This is this was the first podcast he's ever done. It was. Yeah, he did say that. And uh, he also I mean, it, it's it's not purely based off uh, selfish motivations, which sometimes we're, we're OK saying that, yeah, it's selfishly motivated. But like Marchenko deserves to be at the All-Star game. And I also want to be around him again because he rocks. So let's get Marchenko to the all-star game, making that push. But we start with the news that rocked the NHL yesterday. We'll give you the timeline in a little bit, but before we even give you the timeline, we just got to tell you what we're talking about. Cutter Gauthier traded to the Ducks last night in a crazy what's going on. Gauthier is the fifth overall pick in the 2022 draft star at Boston College, World Juniors, really becoming a household name. And this happens after World Juniors all the time where there's like a lot of buzz about like, who is this guy? We had it with Charlie McAvoy. It isn't right after that happens that a player is traded by a team that kind of just drafted him. Shocking, shocking stuff. And what followed was just a mess of shit of how did this happen? Why did this happen? It's because he didn't want to be in Philadelphia. Oh my God, the Ducks gave up Jamie Drysdale on a second round pick for this player. Just a massive trade on the surface anyway. And then when you peel back the layers of why it happened, and most importantly, the reaction on the Philadelphia side, magnetic evening. And not just the reaction from like on the Philadelphia side from the fans. It, this is by far the strongest reaction I think I've ever seen from an organization in the aftermath of a surprising trade. Just immediately coming out at almost every level from the, the coach, the general manager, the president. Governor. The, the, yeah, like almost everybody in this organization, like a, a unanimous effort to say, fuck this kid, get out of here, good riddance. Like that was basically the message in no uncertain terms that they are so, so angry that they had to trade this kid. And it, it was unlike anything that I've seen. And that's why I say like the spectacle of last night was one of the most uh, shocking and kind of like enthralling experiences I can remember as a hockey fan. Not since... Jerome McGinley was traded to the Penguins. Yes. And even that was so late at night. That was like, 
I want to say midnight or past midnight. I, like I was covering a game, went, did all the stuff, did all the reporting, the writing, came home. And when it, it was when I came home that like at God knows what hour that like that was starting to trickle out. So while that was like a shocking, everybody who is awake is like, holy fuck, what is happening? This was prime smack dab, like early evening. Everybody was able to react. It slowly trickled through. Like, as you said, president, governor, GM, coach, everybody bit by bit. You get reports, you get conflicting reports. Hockey fan, non-hockey fan, if you were a sports fan, this was electric shit. Let's go through the timeline. It starts yesterday evening with the Ducks tweeting that they had traded Jamie Drysdale in a 2025 second rounder for Cutter Gauthier, confusing the hockey world. Frank Saravalli says it's because he didn't want to play in Philadelphia. Then... Flyers president of hockey operations, Keith Jones, confirms as much on the NBC Sports Philadelphia broadcast saying, you don't want to be a flyer, you're not going to be a flyer. Governor of the Flyers, Dan Hilferty, then jumped on a podcast mid-game telling the Snow the Goalie podcast the Flyers are going to roast this kid's ass, the fans at least. He says, well, it's kind of his fault anyway, so I can't, you can't really feel bad for them. They're going to be roasting him in the QTs. On the very same podcast... Its host, Anthony San Filippo, says former Flyers forward Kevin Hayes' fingerprints are all over this. What? <laughs> Ryan Whitney checks with Kevin Hayes, who says whoever that is is a complete clown, and anyone who thinks I had anything to do with this doesn't have a brain. Oh man, what a night, right? No, that's Torts' music, because after the game, Torts is asked about it. He gives a little flippant answer and then follows up. Look, I don't know Cutter from a hole in the wall, okay? I don't know this man. Let's talk about Jamie Drysdale. I do need to uh, put a little bow on this and say that afterwards, friend of the podcast and fourth host Sarah Siv said, man, I would love to cover John Tortorella because he gives golden quotes like this. Sarah, Love you, kid. No, you fucking wouldn't. Because for every one of these, there are a million grunts and non-answers and just uncomfortable moments. Sarah's got thicker skin than I do, probably, so maybe she could stomach it. I would lose my mind if I had to cover that guy. Quick time. I just want to say... Amazing job. Amazing job. That like it felt like you were just cutting a promo. I was worried about ha uh, having to like recap the timeline. You said we this. need a timeline. Yeah. I said, got you, babe. And and like I was worried about having to kind of recap this whole situation because there's so many moving parts and so many things that happened. And really all I want to do is just jump in and like talk about the takes and like the feelings and stuff like that. So I was worried about having to get there. You just like put together a, an incredible timeline, cut a promo, like just what a professional good for you you came in uh shit i didn't even think of that like yeah we can make that into a little clip or something but you came in and like i had like papers stuck to my forehead <laughs> like methamphetamines just like littered around you're like hey guys uh, uh, too busy you're like i'm cooking leave me alone <laughs> yeah uh but that is what happened and now is the fun part where we get to pour through each of those layers i didn't even include in there poor danny briere who had to be like what am i to do <laughs> <laughs> the boy doesn't want to play the boy doesn't play uh i guess we'll, we'll start here is, is that like we don't know exactly what's going on here just yet we know the flyer side of things we know that they're absolutely pissed but we haven't heard 
from the the Gauthier camp. And what we do know from the Flyers, so we kind of like have to take the Flyers at their word at this point um, and until we hear the other side of things. But like from what we've heard right now is that uh, Gauthier said that he was excited to be a Flyer. Like in the pre-draft interview was like, I'm, I'm down to be a Flyer. It sounds... Sounds great to me. And then at some point, he changed his mind and then apparently just started ghosting the Flyers. We refused to meet with them at World Juniors. They flew to Sweden so they could sit down with him and see if, like, maybe something could be worked out. He refused to sit down with them. So, like, I need to know why this top prospect, one, changed his mind, and two, would not sit down with them and have the conversations. Of all of the media that we have ready for this show, we don't just have a headshot of John Tortorella to shove in your face. This is what he looks like. Yeah, <laughs> like I think that that is the answer. Maybe like young players don't always love playing for John Tortorella. There was that was it Rirad uh, RA that said uh, like the combination of rookie, rookie GM, GM and uh, coach's playing style, right? So I don't know how much I buy into that. Like, we'll see. But I consider what's his name? What's RA's first name? Brian. I consider Brian a friend. So I also uh, consider Brian a friend. I don't know if I'm going to him not. for like scoops, though. Clearly not, because you don't trust him <laughs> and I don't know his name. But uh, I, I think that like, I don't not believe that. If, if somebody says it has anything to do with torts and we're torts guys, this whole podcast started because of a weird John Tortorella tribute Twitter account (laughs) that we made during COVID when we were bored. But I totally believe a young player not wanting to play for John Tortorella. So that's fine. It's the ghosting aspect that is wild. Like I've heard of teams, I've heard of players uh, like kind of giving radio silence to teams when Mm -hmm. uh, Dougie Hamilton wanted to leave the Bruins. He just didn't give counter offers to the team when he was coming up on being a restricted free agent. They'd send him offers and he'd be like, no, thank you. And they'd be like, so what'll it be? And he'd be like, I said, no, thank you. No, thank you. This though, they were like, we were trying to ask him, what can we do? What is wrong? How can we maybe change your mind? And shout out to Danny Breer because he was saying like, we could not have this get out that he didn't want to play here because if we talked him into staying and then you find out that the guy doesn't want to play here, fans are going to be all pissy. I say this as a Boston Celtics fan. It is extremely on the record. Jason Tatum will freely say, I never want to be a Boston Celtic. I want to go to the Suns so badly. No interest in going to the Celtics. Now he's Mr. Celtic. Mm-hmm. He loves it. But not to say that Boston Celtics fans are the most rational folks. Like we're talking about Flyers fans and Philly fans. So I can understand why they want to be a little protective of the kid, even as he was saying. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, we have the Briere uh, clip, right? We may as well just play that now. The reason why we didn't want to say anything was not to to hide anything from from our great fans. It was to try to protect the kid. We we were hoping that at some point he would change his mind. I mean, he, he had already changed his mind. He um, looked at us at the draft and told us he was built to be a flyer, wanted to be a flyer, and then a few 
maybe a few months later told us that he didn't want to be a Flyer, didn't want to play for the Flyers. So uh, in our mind at first, we, we said we have to protect him. We have to, because uh, if he changes his mind again, um, you know, and it's out there that he uh, doesn't want to play, it's going to be tough for him um, to put the uniform on. Uniform on. Um, you know, but uh, when we realized that they refused to talk to us now, it's been months, and he didn't want to be a Flyer, didn't want to be in Philadelphia. Um, it, it was time to make it happen. It goes back. They told us uh, when he came back from the World Championship uh, last May, I believe. Sean, toss that up. Julie in the the chat asks. It, Julie in the chat, it, is it really ghosting if you say I don't want to play here and then stop talking? Isn't that a standard breakup? I guess. Yeah, I suppose. But like, you. You can't break you, up though if if the, you're like, under contract. And yeah. I know that like contractually you haven't signed a contract to play, but like legally your rights are owned by this team. Like you are in, you do have a business right. relationship with them. Like that's that's it's more so along the lines of quiet quitting, like where you just stop showing up to work. Like it's the office space thing. <laughs> you just stop showing up to work, and instead of getting promoted, he got traded. <laughs> I don't like the team, and I'm not gonna go. Yeah, I really, I just, I, I, I just know I'm not going to go. And that was Cutter I mean, Briere, uh, kind of, uh, uh, not alluded to it, but like literally straight up said, like this has gone back months. He refused to go to development camp too, and uh, apparently there's been some reports put out there that like he either there was like some anger on either side. It's it's confusing about like them pressuring him to go back to college or not go back to college and to like something or something's gotten mixed up there. Those reports are coming out. I think everybody's just trying to reach for a reason right now as to like why this would happen. But it's clear that this has gone back for a while and the Flyers have been trying to keep it quiet. What do you think of the governor jumping on a fucking part in, in the middle of a game? In the middle. Of, so that just like, being like you boys podcasting mind if I sit in. <laughs> The quickness with which they responded. Got room for a fifth? <laughs> like, I want to, I wish that I, like, knew the uh, internal memos that were sent out or, like, the messaging before the trade was actually announced because it really did seem like there was a concerted effort to to get out ahead of it, get behind the mics, like, like everybody, this is a team effort. We all have to hit a mic at some somewhere in this arena and talk shit about this kid in the next two hours after this was uh, announced. Sean Couturier, we find out is mic'd up for that game <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Just like, hey, did you hear about the trade? We didn't want it out there that uh, it, it was very nice of the other teams to uh, not put out there that he wanted to leave because otherwise the leverage, because everybody said that as well. Keith Jones said that, as you noted, like this happens a lot with with guys who play or coach and then go into broadcasting and then go back into coaching or being in the front office. They keep their kind of broadcaster cadence mm -hmm. and their voice. Doc Rivers had that like when he was with the Celtics. He was very still like ESPN-y in press conferences. Keith Jones holding with Boosh, who is, I had to look up, I was like, is Bush in the front office now? Because it was on NBC Sports Philadelphia. I was like, did he stay with NBC? Like, well, what, what's happening here? You couldn't tell, like, who's in the front office or, or is this just like a broadcast panel? <laughs> right, yeah. So let's play that because I love this clip. I feel bad for Cutter when he comes to – well, I don't really feel bad for Cutter when he comes to Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to be a flyer. Yeah. So we had to, you know, come up with a plan and – 
fortunately, we were able to execute on that plan. His value would never be higher than it was after the World Junior Championships. Um, it was only going to decrease if the word got out there. Uh, I have to give a lot of credit to the people that we were negotiating with that they kept this quiet. Uh, it could have become a much more difficult yeah. situation. So the other general managers, presidents around the league were outstanding in keeping this a private matter. Pretty because, tough to do that these days. Yeah, and the leverage starts to change in that case. So uh, you don't want to be a flyer. You're not going to be a flyer. And uh, we were very pleased in the return that we got a player that we coveted and were searching for in Jamie Drysdale, a right-handed shooting defenseman that was a former sixth overall pick. Uh, he's got skill, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing him get into our lineup. It'll be an emotional time in Anaheim for him. He's an extremely popular player and a great person, so can't wait to meet him. I love the smirk after he says he's a great person. <laughs> Just being like, Unlike mm. some people. Wink, wink. Yeah, no, I, I, so I love that uh, for several reasons. I, I just like transparency from general managers instead of like the cliche speak that, you know, you expect the canned answers. I love Keith Jones kind of just telling it like it is. And I also love that for like Flyers fans because I know that when they hired him, a lot of Flyers fans were like, oh my God, old boys club. Like we're going around the same carousel over and over and over again. But at the same time, Flyers fans have been like really, really asking for transparency from their front office, front office for quite some time. And they're certainly getting it at this point, or at least in this particular scenario. So, uh, Big fan of Keith Jones just like speaking very openly and candidly about that situation. My favorite part of my man had the best posture on that broadcast. He was like doing the job <laughs> more than the broadcaster. I love that. He's amazing. Uh, the other thing that we need to talk about, though, is the report from uh, Aunt San, Dr. San. Phil, uh, something, <laughs> Anthony Sanfilippo saying Kevin Hayes's fingerprints are all over this. And then in short order, we get a report from Ryan Whitney that, uh, that Kevin Hayes says that guy's a clown. Well, I, I think that part, an interesting and an important part of this is that, uh, uh, Gauthier went on a podcast, uh, I think like a year ago and was talking about like how, he had connected with Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes had reached out to him and been like a good friend to him. Boston College. Boston College connection. At the time, Hayes was with the Flyers. Obviously, was traded from the Flyers last season, last offseason. And like, it was a not a super amicable, amicable breakup. Like, his feelings towards Tortorella, towards the Flyers organization, soured. And it was kind of ugly. And that's happened with several guys. I mean, we talked with James Van Riemsdyk uh, before this season. He obviously wasn't happy in Philadelphia as well. So, like, that's probably where some of this came from. And I don't know if it's was, like, a legit source that this guy had or if he had just seen that one clip that hit Twitter and was like, ah, this seems like a Kevin Hayes thing. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, you could say fingerprints are on it in that, like, I don't know, like if, uh, like, I, I, I've, like, left places of work and then people have been like, hey, should I apply for a job at this place right. or whatever? And I'll, I, I, situations are different, but I'll be like, well, what are you trying to get into? Right. Like, if it wasn't right for me, like, could it be better for you sort of thing? But even if 
I were like, nah, like, fuck that. Is a person really because, like, their friend was like, right. oh, I'm not there anymore? Like, I can't believe that this kid would say, Kevin Hayes said he didn't like it there, so I am going to, as the fifth overall pick, like, a potential franchise player, be like, fuck that, I'm not even going to start with these Yeah, it's, That's it's a, so unlikely. It's And it's, like, a real, like, if that is... The, what happened like it's a real the audacity of this bitch kind of thing to like to not even really give it a chance as the fifth overall pick and then just decide that you're not going to play there I, I mean again we don't know Gautier's side because he hasn't really come out and said anything yet but like if that's the leap that you're making as a player and as like a you know a, a pr- incoming prospect it's a wild leap to make based off of like what you heard from one guy yeah i, I could believe kevin hayes potentially said like fuck that that like that guy or like i wouldn't want to play there sort right. of thing but like and that doesn't mean i that- can't believe a, a fifth overall pick would say well now that you say that i'm done not a word to them the rest of my fucking life right <laughs> yeah do i think that kevin hayes told carter gothia gotcha like don't fucking play there. It's going to be horrible for you. No, I don't think that that's the but case. I, but no, but like, I, but I he think could that he could have been be like, like, fuck those guys. Yeah, or he, he would just be like, man, it, it was shitty. Like, I had a shitty time there. And he's entitled to, he has a right to be able to share that information with a guy who asked him. Like, there's no, I have no problem with that. But I don't think that Kevin Hayes' fingerprints are know, all thought, over it. I think fingerprints could be there in the sense, like, how long do fingerprints last? <laughs> do we know? Sean? No, I have no idea. I'm very surprised. You, like, you, you've known everything I've ever asked you. That's fair. I'm just going to point out, as Jason Puck said, Jason the Puck said in the comments, uh, PHOY's Charlie O'Connor reached out to, to Hayes, and Hayes' exact quote was, I have never said a negative thing about torts or the organization in my life. Well, now never I know he's lying. Ne- yeah. <laughs> now I know he's lying. <laughs> so, do with that what you will. Oh, yeah. So that, that's like a smoking gun. His that, that are worst, all over this That was thing. the worst response that Kevin Hayes ever could have given because now I don't believe a fucking thing that he says. Kevin Hayes to the situation. <laughs> Absolutely no chance Kevin Hayes has not said a single negative there word about DNA, the There is DNA, semen. There is like everything all he over is, this now. He is the Blood. Rudy Gobert of this situation. Yes. Kevin Hayes. Spreading his germs yeah. all over the place. Oh, my God. Morox, um, please. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, I I believe in a player's right to be like, I'm not playing here. I'm going to stop you right there. I don't believe in players' rights. <laughs> okay. I believe in a player's right to be like, I'm not playing here, not interested, whatever. And, uh, you know, if they have the ability to flex that power, then all the power to them. But I also believe in a team's, uh, like, if that happens to a team, I believe in the team's right to be like, all right, well, if you're going to do this, then we're going to be able to say, fuck off. Like, we're going to be able to go out there, air this shit publicly, put it out there and say, like, we don't like you. We hate you. And and uh, good riddance. You're dead to us. And good luck when you come back here. And I I could not love more that it's the Flyers doing this just because like it does feel like a return to like identity for the Flyers in a way. The Flyers have not been like passionate or like assholery about anything for quite some time. It's like how the Canadians suck and you're right. just like, like I, I want the Flyers 
to be this kind of team that like, Hey, if you're not proud to be a Philadelphia flyer, if you're not proud to like represent everything that Philly is, then get the fuck out and we are going to trash you on the way out and we're going to trash you for the next decade, decade plus, And we're going to hate you for like the entirety of your career. Get a little bit of that sandpaper back. I, I do fucking love that. And I think that Gauthier would be wise to kind of like embrace that. If, if all of this is true and like, again, we haven't heard his side of it, but if all of this is true, like, I think the, the place that he's kind of, he's made his bed and now he has to fucking lie in it. And I think that he can kind of embrace this role as being like a villain to this city and maybe a villain to like the entire NHL, maybe a heel for the NHL. And like, I, I think that it kind of like his face lends to it, his demeanor lends to it. And I, I, I would kind of come around on, uh, on Cutter if he was just like, yeah, so what? I didn't want to fucking play there. Who cares? Am I? Go ahead. No, John. I was going to say, I also feel like, because you kind of mentioned like the the city of Philadelphia. I feel like the all of the people from the organization that have made comments, like they're also fully aware that this is, what, regardless of how much of what they say they actually believe, like this is a great way to get Philly fans on your side by making somebody an enemy, by making somebody like, like there's somebody oh, yeah. that hates Philadelphia. Well, now we all fucking You're hate them. You're not mad at us. We're all mad at somebody exactly. else together. So right. I feel like it's a great, like almost like marketing scheme. It's a great unifier. Like I said, I don't think that I've seen a an entire organization and an entire fan base sort of come together and unify on in like a one specific cause like this in a long time. And it does feel like Cutter Goche was the guy that the Philadelphia Flyers needed in order to kind of bring them together and reestablish an identity for that organization. They lost a great player, but they also kind of got back a thing that's really important and kind of like a DNA to that team. Don't talk about DNA. Kevin Hayes' DNA is all over this thing. <laughs> Am I being too much of a, an old head slash 90s guy if I bring up how fun it is that this is happening to the Flyers? With the Lindros situation, yeah, yeah it's, it's it is different though. Like a lot of people have been linking it to like, well, the team didn't do, they didn't have this energy when Lindros fell on their lap, or like other teams didn't have this energy when like Kevin Hayes spurned them for to go to the Rangers or Adam Fox. But like in those sort of or Jimmy VC, but like in those situations. Lindros made it clear that he did not want to play. It was an Eli Nordiques. Manning thing. Go, right. Like before the draft, he was like, do not draft me. Right. Drafted him. And this is different because taking Philly on their word, Gauthier was like, yeah, draft me. I want to be a flyer. And then changed his mind. So it's a little different. It's a little different sort of energy. Um, uh, yeah, like I, I, it is kind of like ironic that it, it, it has now kind of burned them in a way, but I don't think it's the same situation. Well... We'll play. We we still have to play um, uh, torts in a second. But first, I actually do want to talk about the trade itself. Jamie Drysdale in a second round pick. The Lindros trade was Peter Forsberg and Ron Hextall and all these great players, like multiple first round picks, millions of dollars, which was a big deal in the early 90s. This trade, without all the bullshit, rocks. It's so exciting. The Ducks get a stud young scorer who should be great there with all the offensive players they have. They're just going to become like a poor man's Edmonton. Although they do feel they have young defensemen that Drysdale could have been expendable. 
now Minchikov made made that kind of like uh, he was the real found gold to mm-hmm. start the season. And the Flyers, meanwhile, get seemingly a stud young defenseman. We'll see what the other pick becomes. But this reminds me of like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago at this point. Delman Young for Matt Garza in Major League Baseball, where it was like a top hitting prospect for a top pitching prospect. And you're like, oh, I can't believe either of those teams did that because both of them can become fucking legends. So like this is going to be a thing that years down the road, we're comparing this trade. I um, my biggest problem with this trade is that it's a cross-conference trade and that they're only going to play each other twice a year because I want Goche in Philly as much as possible moving forward. But uh, I mean, like, I agree. I agree with you. Like, I don't think that Philly wanted to do this trade. I don't think that this is a great trade for Philly. I, I, I think that Drysdale, we don't know who he is just yet. He hasn't like blown anybody away for the most part in what we've seen from him at the NHL level. But from Philly's perspective with the situation that they were put in, I think they did very well to get like a really good promising young player while also keeping this under wraps while keeping as much leverage as they possibly could have getting a pick on top of it. Um, And then on the other side, like, yeah, this is awesome for the ducks. They lucked their way into a guy who looks like the real fucking deal and has uh, a, a lot of like, cockiness and and uh kind of like star power behind him and they add him to a stable of like a uh, a young core that already include includes leo carlson trevor zegris uh mason mctavish troy terry like this is a team that's going to be Vitrano. a problem that was crazy what frank Vitrano. yeah sorry frank all-star Vitr- i'm gonna say I, I had this conversation with the Deidre. Oilers. The, the, the Oilers are adding to a group that includes Ryan Nugent Hopkins, <laughs> Evander Kane. <laughs> I, I, uh, I had this conversation with DJ the other day and uh, not to get like too far into a side conversation, but like, I think the Ducks should trade Frank for Toronto this, this season. I, That's probably fair. They'll be taking calls on him. I'm sure he's got one year after this, but yeah. now they're fucking, they're, they're too good. I just wanted to mention Two things about Danny Breer. First off, mm-hmm. shout out Sabres legend, favorite player ever growing up. Uh, like the fact that he, he has not had this job for a year and has had to trade a lottery pick and draft, like I mentioned before the show, arguably the most controversial lottery pick in the last yeah. 10, 20 years in the NHL. And also, like, I feel like people aren't mentioning enough that the only thing that has changed since like for the flyers between cutter Gauthier being drafted and now is that they're good and danny briere getting hired like it's the only he was he was made gm in uh i think he was made interim gm in may or something like that of 2023 like that's the only the only difference and getting to the, the ra thing you mentioned between the coaching style and the coaching style i don't buy because you knew what torts was when you were drafted but you had a different GM, so I'm, I'm very. Yeah, but curious. I mean, and it's funny because like we, I don't think we know yet what G- Danny Briere is as a general manager, but like, but his Chuck team's Fletcher good. drafted him. That's a low bar, yeah. like, and not to mention the fact that 
I wonder, like, I hope Anaheim also has a rookie. Junior. I was going to say, like, it is yeah. funny that if, if those were truly his complaints, they sent him to a team that has a rookie coach and essentially a rookie now that's GM the thing I'm here for, like for the people that are like players have too much power. I don't think so, because the team has the, the power and I would argue the right to do exactly that. Being like, you don't want to play here. Fine. But we're not going to do you any favors. Like we're going to send you, we're going to do what's best for us. And we're going I, to send please, you. Please tell your Madden story uh, because it makes, say, me, makes me laugh every time. Thank you. I, years ago in Madden, uh, my BFF Mike and I would play Madden all the time in high school. And we had a franchise that we just simmed every season. We were years into the future, probably 15 years into the future. We had a defensive end called Corin Vance. And we loved this guy. We were crazy about him. And after I think his second year, we got hit with that trade me, or it says trade me over his name. So we benched him for the rest of his contract. When his contract was up, we franchised him and franchised him and franchised him. We were so hurt that he had the gall to say trade me when we'd shown him nothing but love. We franchised him for the rest of his career. He never played another snap the rest of his life. And that's right, the rest of his life. We simmed decades into the future until he died. And that's just what Corin Vance got <laughs> for showing such disrespect to two people who had shown him nothing but love. I'm not saying the Flyers should have done that, but that is what we did. I also I love the idea that men just like has guys dying. <laughs> <laughs> who who was the developer that was just like we need this to be the the awesome, so like we. He died like mathematically, we yeah. think. Yeah, fair like, enough. We didn't get like of old age of at the end causes. of the season where it's like, hey, don't forget to sign this guy, this guy, that, and also like, hey, remember Corin Vance yeah. from Dead. like back in uh, 2041? He died. Dead. We're like mission accomplished, um, boys. Uh, we got the first ever super chat in what chaos Ooh. history? What does that mean? Uh, someone paid money to us for a special comment that gets highlighted and thus. Must be oh, I love this. Uh, Steve H said, not familiar with Drysdale's game. Let me know. Drysdale? Oh, Drysdale? Uh, no, Drysdale? Yeah, Drysdale. 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 You like German studs? <laughs> Baby, we got the one for you. Uh, uh, Drysdale, like very high-end skill. Five uh, points, ten games, I believe. One goal, four assists. Say again? Five points in ten games, one goal, four assists. Yeah, he hasn't been healthy. Uh, but like high-end skill, very... Uh, very solid offensively and shows flashes is capable. I think like ceiling, obviously probably like a top pairing guy, a uh, potential star on the blue line, but hasn't, hasn't really blown anybody away just yet. But oh, HL boy, he's early. It's he's 21 still. So I would be, uh, I would be happy to get a guy like that, especially if you're the flyers. Cause you kind of need that top pairing defenseman, that kind of anchor on the blue line. So like, I do, I don't think that the flyers are bullshitting when they say like, this is a guy they coveted. This is a guy that they've been kind of looking for. I don't think they wanted to trade cutter Gauthier to get him, but it's again, it's like a really good playing the hand that you were dealt. If you're the flyers. And I, and I do think that like the timing is not a coincidence. They waited until after the world juniors, Gauthier went off USA won gold. His stock is very high, and if they had waited any longer, may have started to come down. And and if anybody had leaked that like this was going on, then they would have been kind of fucked. So like, you can be happy that Drysdale plus is coming back in return. Uh, Five eleven, hundred seventy five pounds, right shot defenseman, good passer. 
I will also say that I saw that the Flyers reportedly tried to trade up in last year. Yeah. Try to trade go try to trade Gautier to trade up into the Canadians' fifth overall pick, uh, which they ended up drafting a defenseman with. Mm-hmm. So it also feels seems like Drysdale. Another German. Yeah. Drysdale clearly fills a need that Briere was looking for. Uh here is John Tortorella after the the game last night. First part of Kevin's question. Uh Danny said that Cutter didn't want to play here. In Philadelphia and didn't want to play for the Flyers. What's your reaction to that? Then we don't want you. I believe you've met Cutter Goche before. Were you surprised that he? I don't know Cutter from a hole in a wall. You know, so and I'm not too interested in talking about him. I'd rather talk about Jamie. He's the guy that's coming here. Uh, we have uh, Sean. It went a little longer. Uh, you play the rest of it. I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. Yeah, it's Sean Tortorella. And as we were playing that, Sean, you pointed out, you're like, I don't know if this counts as like piling on the kid because that's how John Tortorella would talk about like us if he I feel like Torts doesn't know who Carter Gautier is. And so it's just like, I don't know him from Eve. I don't know him from like, it's just, I don't know him Torts, you're a real one. <laughs> but like on that podcast that, uh, where Gautier was talking about his relationship with Kevin Hayes, he talked about meeting uh, meeting Tortorella and he like made it seem like they were all like fucking like amped to meet each other and be like buddy buddy and he was like fuck yeah I love to love to see the fire and the energy that like would love want you want you to play for us and then he's like I don't fucking know this kid <laughs> I love that well I'll tell you what sometimes I get frustrated <laughs> when I'm trying to buy tickets I'm saying where can I get these tickets how'd that guy get tickets to the game how, how'd they get tickets to the game I feel like everyone's going to the game except for me I'm getting phone calls and FaceTimes from people who are at the game. And what am I doing? I'm here. I spend my nights sitting here because I don't get to go to the game. That's a thing of the past. DJ lives here because he he, can't go to the game. I can't go to the game. I'm like, uh, someone going to invite me? I don't need to be invited. If you're never invited to games, here's a way you can get in. You go to game time because you can score amazing seats at amazing prices. Right before the game, a couple hours before, I know the name might throw you off if you're a dummy. You could use game time before game time. I'm talking days, weeks, even months before game time. It's what I use when Sean and I were going to the big game. Sabres against the Bruins. Sabres grabbed that 3-1 to win. Sean famously waved goodbye to the Bruins fans as they were leaving. I also used it for uh, Patriots Jets because there's no way in hell I'm paying full price. For Patriots Jets. You That's probably fair. only had to give game time like $8. I'm shocked they didn't pay me. <laughs> That's true. You have a credit in your it account. It was genuinely though, like tremendous seats for like 30 bucks for an NFL game. Yeah. I mean, Steel. they, they, I mean, we, we know there's a bunch of ticket services out there, but I mean, game time is going to give you the best bang for your buck and just really an easy experience. I love the layout on the website where you can just look at the seats and see how it's going to look. Very, very easy. You get them within seconds. Click, 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 bing, 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 print. Just kidding. You don't even need to print. That's how good game time is. You don't have to print it. You can just do it right on your phone. So use code chaos for $20 off. And you will get the finest tickets. Or if you want some cheapies, you can also grab some cheapies. Game time is there for you. Use code CHAOS for $20 off. We sat down with Kirill Marchenko, the 
lovely second year player. Is he does he count as second year because he did like last year was like a half-ish sort of yeah. It's like a prolonged. I mean, cup like of he scored like twenty goals in the second half of last year. Right. If you lose so, your rookie status, you're your second year. Yeah. Uh, that's the way I'd put it. He's but he's really he's he's stormed onto the scene, and I don't know if he's going anywhere except for the all-star game with the help of you. Hashtag NHL All-Star Vote. Yes, Sean? With, with, NHL, with his name. NHL All-Star Vote, Kirill Marchenko. Yes. All right. Spell it correctly. Well, we had an incredible conversation with him. He is uh, He's played a lot of the season, although recently they've fucked around and mixed up this line, but uh, on the Blue Jackets Russian line, where not only is he a star goal scorer, he is a translator mm-hmm. for his fellow Russian mates. There's a lot of Russian players on that team. There's also Provorov, guys who can help out. But That team is entirely comprised mm-hmm. of Michigan guys and Russians. Right. They are Russian, that, that, that roster. Michigan, Russian. But this guy, Russian, American, tall, skinny, fat, black, white, purple, this is one of the more lovely and bubbly players I've ever encountered, not on this show, in my life of dealing with NHL players. He's fantastic. Here he is doing his first podcast, Kirill Marchenko. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Kirill Marchenko, this is your first podcast ever? Hey, guys. Yes. I just, I think so. Yeah, like... This, it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. with the mics I, and everything. Yeah, it's. I think so. No, I have interviews, but in Russia. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here of course it's the first one, and I can nervous a little bit, and my English no great. Sorry for that. Well, no, sorry for how stupid this question is going to be. No. Are they doing podcasts in Russia? No, we're doing, of course. Uh, we have a couple, but uh, just different, different, different formats. You know, like. Uh, I have a different format. We have the same thing in Russia too, but I don't have a lot of times in Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I live here now. And yeah. So Just, you're in the NHL, this great team, all this. Like, what's the weirdest, as, as somebody who is not from America, what's the strangest thing about playing in the NHL and all of these things and these two strange men come in <laughs> and say, hey, do you know what a podcast is? When you have just said, no. I don't speak the best English. What's the weirdest thing about all this? No, it's it's really cool. Just to start to NHL, we start about talking about NHL. I think big difference, it's a... Uh, it's a point uh, when I was a kid, and usually every kid who is from Canada, Canada or America, like when like 10 years old or 8 years old, start to practice and think about, okay, I, I want to play to NHL. I just don't think about NHL for 16 years. I, I, 16 years old for me, 
And they said, oh, I can draft it? Like, really? Like, for two years before draft and uh, na- 16 years, sorry for, for English. Yeah, when, when I was kitten, 16, 16 years old, I started thinking about NHL, like, oh, really? I, I can't play, but no, no, it's not real. Because I living in, uh, like, Hantimansisk, it's a city, really cold, small one, and uh, yeah, we just, I think, same with my Russian teammates, too. They, like, don't think about NHL. Never. But you're so good. Yeah, and <laughs> when I come here, it's, of course, it's it's like a dream, you know, just uh, say, wow, of course, it's a great, great everything. <laughs> and I, I look at now this locker room. Why we don't have the same locker room? That's what this that's is what a, uh, how you yeah. say a uh, replica. It's yeah. supposed to look like it, but Adam uh, was taking great umbrage. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, he's very distracted. <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love it. Yeah, it's a good, good locker room with TVs and PlayStation, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For four hour. We are going to. We are talking to Todd. We are going to sit like this in your regular locker room, <laughs> so they can all. It can all be the same. We're just gonna have the two strange men. Uh, you. you you say that you're not good at English, but you're much better than you were last year. You made a lot of progress. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and now you're the translator for, for some of the guys on the team, too. How did that happen? But I'm not a great translator. If you saw a couple interviews, we just... Sometimes I sit for Vroni, like, hey, but for in, in Russian language, hey, buddy, I don't know what, what, what they mean. Like, just say yes, please. Do they pay you extra as a translator? No. They should. Whoa. I ask, yes. Like, That's labor exploitation. working two jobs. <laughs> I say for first, for first my translate, I say, say hey, guys, two, two, two jobs for me now. Please, They're like, where's yes. my second paycheck? Tell you what, I think that you should establish how valuable it is when you're translating well. And the way that you establish that is until the paycheck comes, Maybe you start making some mistakes in the translations. <laughs> all of a sudden, all the Russian players are saying the same thing, and it's some d- wacky stuff about penises or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, why are these players saying, oh, well, they're not. They're not getting the premium translation that I can provide. And then, then honestly, you probably get kicked off the team yes. for pulling that stunt. Yeah. Your free but trial has expired. Pay <laughs> for the real, the premium no. subscription. Get the real thing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true, but no, for me, translator, it's... I just, if you want true, just I start to learn English a little bit more when I translate for him, like for Warney. I just learn too, you know. I just listen like guys and try to think about Russian, Russian or English quick, like, and it's hard, but I like it. And uh, really, I'm not great translator. Sometimes I just say, "Don't worry about, it. like, it's fine." Do you uh, do you speak any other languages? No, but uh, I uh, I talk with uh, fans. Uh, with uh, text, with textier. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's he's teach me uh, French language. I know a couple of words. Hamon Sava. So You're oh yeah yes. yeah Sava. Yeah Sava. Tu fais quoi? And je suis perdu. It's uh, je suis perdu. That's suis perdu. I you, am, know, you, you know you know French. Je suis. I I knew it long ago. Uh, yeah. Je suis. Je suis perdu. It's mean like I'm lost. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this summer I, I, I've been in uh, France and oh. like I learned, okay, I'm lost. Okay, uh, just first for translate, like, okay, just super do. <laughs> That's it's fine. Yeah. You, That's you an incredible be. only thing to know in French when you go to France yeah. because I, someone's like, hi, would you like coffee? I'm I am lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just know a couple. Yeah. You couple might be able more. to coach the Canadians after you're done. 
Canadians, so do you know the they, Canadians require you must speak English and French? But yeah, Canadian it's English and French too, but it's a little different. Fr- text uh, teach me French for French language and like. Some Canadian guys who is know French, it's a little different. Quebecois, yeah. it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Quebecois does a different type of French versus yeah, like yeah. Polynesian French. So there was, yeah, there was an interview where you know the NHL player uh, Anthony Duclair. Do you know who he is? Yeah, yeah. So a uh, person was speaking French to him, but they were speaking a different version of French, <laughs> and he was like. What the fuck are you saying? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Any it's, of this. It's he wild. said, I am lost. Right. You said, I am lost. <laughs> no, uh, but, but really, for me, for French language, it's really beautiful language. When I like listen it, it's. it's so do you it's think really that, good. do you think that the, uh, English is ugly? No, English is just. I don't know how, how you listen like in English language for us. It's just international language, second language, like classic, classic. I said, I say classic language. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I know Russian. Uh, li- like, listen, it's no, no great. Wow. Uh, did did you know? I was looking up some fun facts about Russia. Did you know that Russia sold Alaska, the the state Alaska? Russia sold Alaska for seven point two million dollars. So like Line A and uh, like Gaudreau make more money a year than Russia so like no I'm not not trying to slag Russia yeah, yeah, but yeah. like that's not an incredible deal <laughs> sell a state for that yeah, little they got uh, fleeced yeah it's a, it's a big sale I think uh, yeah it was a big sale like I don't know who their agent was I, but. I, 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 don't, I don't I don't know about more about this story a lot about this story and uh, it's interesting and it's really interesting I wanna just need to read a little bit about uh, about this uh, this transaction I don't know but I remember it's Alaska. It's it was Russia. It was Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And just I don't know how it worked, but yeah, seven. I don't know what's the price. Seven. Seven point two million dollars. Yeah. That's like like you have a couple of good seasons. You could probably go by <laughs> yeah. Alaska. Alaska. No, I hope so. But <laughs> first time, just I, I want to go for Alaska. Look at what what what's what's happening. Scout it out. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's. It, I mean, so there's some NHL players from Alaska. Really? The Boston Bruins goalie Jeremy Swayman oh, is from Alaska? from Alaska. Yeah. But it's 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 cold. Yeah. Cold as yeah. fuck, brother. I mean, you're from Russia. It's cold. Yeah, we're we're just right? from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> you can the, the say for me about cold. No. I yeah. Just, how? Uh, so how did how did you learn uh, more English over the summer? Like how did how did you learn? Like what did you practice? I, I don't know how it work. I just uh, take couple couple lessons, okay. but no a lot and just. I I think it's point. I don't know. I, I, I sorry for my English. Really, I, I don't start to know a lot of like more words. I just start to understand more. Okay. You know, it's like I just listen a lot like you guys and the uh, teammates and just okay, it's it's easy, you know? And because last season every time when you said me like say say, say me something, I just uh say, sorry. Send me something, I just say can you repeat please because I don't understand and try to, you know, yeah. slower and like uh, try to understand me for normal words, like easy words. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I just I can understand everything what you say. It's it's really easy. It's really helpful. But my my English same. No great. I, I can understand you great, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't say great for yeah. you. Yeah. Know, How helpful is it to play alongside two Russian guys? I mean, your line's been been playing pretty well. I, yeah, I, I think I start to forget English because we talk only on Russian. The <laughs> line, on the ice and everything. We just yeah. 
all together and it's, <laughs> it's really cool and uh, sometimes coaches like stay like with us and we just talk for all three on the uh, on the Russian language and they like what the fuck you say? <laughs> no, no idea. Well, you know that you know the the great NHL defenseman uh, Zdeno Chara. Yeah, you know him. Yeah, he he had a rule. But he, no, like he was. Ca- <laughs> I know. I know. Who, It'd who be cool if you did. Yeah, that yeah. Awesome. I know who is this guy. Uh, yes, he, you, do you know that? By the way, he runs like a hundred marathons now. All he does, he doesn't play hockey anymore. He just runs like a marathon a week. The marathon when you run oh, for twenty six miles. Oh, yeah, marathon, yeah. I know. I mean, yes, out of I, his I mind. Still, Crazy. It's Are you a marathon guy? You run. Oh, of course, of course, no. Okay. Marathon, no. <laughs> Ma- maximum 50, 50 meter sprint. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, no. Respect. Yeah. Same. But, uh, not running. 100, maybe, uh, not but, for sport. Uh, yeah. Chara had a rule because he was captain. Uh, everyone has to speak English. In the, obviously, really? that's not his native language, but he wanted to make sure that yeah. because he was Czech, he had or he was Slovakian, he had a lot of Czech teammates. He had, there were Russian guys, there were Quebecois. And he wanted to make sure that nobody ever felt excluded. And I think that's a good idea, but that must be a little scary if you don't speak English too well, right? No, it's, I think it's a good point, really. Because for me, like if everybody is, but we have six Russian guys now, if we speak on the English, on the locker room, it's right. And we try to speak English with everybody. And, but like I say, only, our our free only you know only together like uh, one line like uh, we talk about face offs and everything we just speak Russian you know on the ice we speak on the Russian if like we we want to go like free free on two on the ice and we think okay I go like middle and just on the Russian you know yeah. it's it's easy for us because Ronnie don't know English but yeah it's a it's a good rule I'm of course I think one hundred percent I'm agree just for speak English for everybody yeah on the locker room and we tried. Not, not really, but yeah, it's it's a good one. But yeah. this way, you can discuss your teammates that you don't like I was gonna say, and you complain about, about the, the coach. Guys? You could you could talk shit about everybody yeah, else yeah, in the team yeah. and be it's like, true. "I'm sorry, we were game playing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's talking about face I know, I, I know. Yeah, because some sometimes when I don't, understand, oh, sorry, guys, mm, okay. so I say it's first first time for me. No, you're doing all <laughs> <doing> good. Yeah, <laughs> and I uh, uh, say. Of course, it's. A, I I I've been in the situation when like some guys talk in the like French, maybe I I don't understand really nothing. I just say okay, like it doesn't matter. But yeah, if you understand it, it's really easy. It's like best better communication with with everybody. I think on the team, yeah. And we we tried, but problem is Ronnie. He's zero English now, but. You're saying so. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This sounds like he refuses to learn it. Does he? Does he just not know it yet, or is he no. learning it, or is no, he like, he, fuck this? Like English is a phase. I'm not. I, mean, I don't need to. Hockey. Yeah, no, I don't need to learn. English. No, he he's learned, but it's it's tough for him because uh, we, we are here, mm-hmm. and he just talk with on, on the Russian language with us every time. Like, and he's ask me, Chini, Provi, and Elvis, Terry, like. Every, like he can just ask and we, he talk on the uh, he don't he don't talk on the English but last game against Toronto I I broke my uh, laces yeah laces Lace, yeah just what's it I don't have to say it, yeah no laces yeah, yeah yeah just broke and uh, I forget scissors like yeah uh, how how say it, like scissors, scissors yeah. yeah and he sit like I know how he know but he sit uh, left here and just said me 
I, I just uh, so, uh, asked a Cuban guy about like, can you give me this one? And I forget this word and he said to me, hey, Marchi, scissors. <laughs> ah, <laughs> and scissors. He's holding out on you. Yeah, he know like, hello, how are you? And scissors. <laughs> yeah, I, I know how, how how he he knows this word, but yeah, he know like Caesar. Yeah, Caesar. I, I'm right. That would be a great yes. That would yeah. be a great nickname for him. Scissors? You should call like yeah. his Scissors. team should call him Scissors. But to to what you were just saying, and I'm not I'm not like campaigning for this rule. I bet if you guys did the sort of thing where it was like all English, then he's probably forced to learn it a little quicker. And because you were saying like he speaks Russian. Because he does have you, can. and that's good that he has Provorov yeah. and he has these other people with whom he can uh, communicate that way. Do you have a, a nickname for the line yet? Oh, on our free line? Yeah. No, yeah, just Marchi. Stay with Marchi. He's yeah. yeah. We don't. You guys like, come up we, with a because it's it's a it's a point. English and Russian is a little different, and mm -hmm. you need to just say Marchi, Chini, Vroni. We have a like I'm like. Uh, Marcella, it's it's a it's a it's a Russian. Uh, it's it's easy for us. Yeah. And uh, no Vroni Voron. Like, so I'm noticing as you say this, yeah, that nicknames in Russia yeah. don't do the lazy North American thing where like my name is uh, or my my birth name is David. If I were a hockey player, you would call me Davey or like Dave's. That there's always a, a Y at the or the S. Yeah. It's one of the yeah, two yeah. things. Yeah. And the two ones that you gave were interesting because neither of them had that. One was Marcella. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, usually Marcello or like yeah, March. Mar no, no, Marchi. Marchi on the like for English guys. Yeah, right. That's an English yeah. thing. Yeah. Brad yeah. Marchand is called Marchi. Yeah, yeah, Marcella and Chini. Uh, it's no Chini Chinach. No, Chini, it's, it's easy for us. Chini, Chini or uh, Chinach. Chinach. Chinach, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. And uh, Voroni, Voroni for us, it's really tough. Voroni. Voron. 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 Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good for us. Well, now you guys are just going to be known as the Scissors line. you got to be Scissors. <laughs> yeah, scissors I, 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 you really scissors. need to embrace and lean into the Scissors imagery. Yes. I think that it'll go be... No, usually for, for everybody now, he's just big guy. Big guy? He, big, big guy. Big he, guy? Bi just big guy. That's the best. You know what we call him? Small guy. <laughs> small no, guy. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. No, He's I'm growing. No, no, you're not small. I'm yeah, pretty you're not, small. You're not small. I, did, he pointed to Johnny's locker? <laughs> I small. saw that. <laughs> um, have you been to the Columbus Zoo? Of course, yes. Yeah. What's yeah. it like? I've never been. A lot of times I... Uh, I I never been in the different uh, American zoos, but I know like it's uh, one of the one one of the best mm -hmm. on the America. It's uh, I, me and my wife very very love animals. Just we just walk around every time, and uh, I saw a lot of times this like uh, these animals. But I just come back and go and just just for walk, you know, for it's it's a good relax really. Just think about not not about hockey and uh, just. Really good, good relax, and uh, this season maybe two times or two or three times this season, and last season four or five. Like we're just going. It's 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 twenty minutes drive. That's amazing. Or, yeah. What yeah. animals do you like to? See? I know that, that maybe red panda. Red panda. Red panda. Yeah, it's panda? favorite. That's it's a red panda. Red panda. Yeah. Oh yeah. right. Red, red panda. It's really cool. Yeah. I, they those they are look awesome. they look like uh, cat, but yeah, like or like <laughs> like big like uh, like they're like. Koalas, sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
it's yeah. uh it's it's amazing and uh have you ever seen the movie turning red no it's about a red panda no it's wild i can't watch movie because movies on the english language subtitles yeah it, yeah just no I, i now yeah i can't watch uh movie or shows i tried but it's a important thing for me it's the sub subtitles on the russian mm -hmm. because uh, sometimes i don't understand what because usually on the movie it's like the talk quick it's it's tough for me now mm -hmm. how about uh, how about music oh i don't listen to music you don't listen to music no. just in general yeah i just like even russian music <laughs> no no a lot i don't have a, do, do you know uh, apple, apple music yeah yeah i don't have a uh, apple music you don't yes. have a subscription do you have spotify no nothing really just yeah i don't know how it works but i am i am shit songer I can't like artist nothing. Not it's, with that yeah. attitude. We could get you some lessons, bud. No, yeah, <laughs> I, no, I'm. It's it's don't, don't help. My wife tried, but it's, it doesn't work. And what do you What do you do on planes? You don't watch TV. You don't do movies. No, I I, I watch Russian TV, Russian, with, yeah, okay. like Russian show, Russian uh, okay. uh, Russian shows with my wife okay. and uh, play to PlayStation maybe. Sometimes. Read? Do you read a lot or? It's kind of for losers. I, I want to say I, I want to say yes, but no. Reading is. Yeah, people say, people say yes because they, they sound. Smart, yeah, I, I read every, uh, one book for one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> reading. Yeah, uh, a lot heard, of books. You heard this, Doctor Seuss? He's ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. forget, forget so, yeah, about it. Usually, just walk, watch Russian shows, and with myself on the trip, I I start to watch Witcher. The Witcher, yeah. The, the Witcher, yeah, yeah. I like it. It's a. It's a video I, game. Yeah. No, it's it's a serial now. It's a show now on the Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Netflix, yes. Yeah, off the video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think of Russian musical acts. No, I... Who are I, famous Russian singers? Are I don't have a Russian, like, favorite Russian singer because I just don't listen to music a lot. And it's a really... I know, it's a... No, not, not, not great. It's, it's not common, I would just yeah, say. It's, it's just different. Yeah, yeah, I know. But when we have a music... Or we don't have a music, doesn't matter for me. I, I don't listen to it. I just, yeah, I like, we can like sit here or before game without music. For me, it's fine. Yeah. I just go on the ice and doesn't matter. So do you get mad during the games? Like if you score a goal and they play the horn and they start playing music, are you like, turn that shit off? I don't like music. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't hate music, but yeah, I, I just don't listen. I have a story when, do you know karaoke? Yeah. Karaoke, oh yeah. Karaoke. When you he, like, a, he does it all the time. I, I hate it. I, it's Why? Like my I biggest, like it. It's like my biggest fear. I like it too. When really? I like to sing. He does it. Listen. <laughs> I like it too, but when I go in karaoke, I've been in karaoke maybe 20 times, 25. It doesn't matter, but a lot, like, not a lot, but mm -hmm. we, we, we're, going, we're going when like, good night. And uh, no, not here. And I, I talk about Russia when we okay. have summer and uh, yeah. This vibe, everything. And every time, When I, when I ask, can I just uh, like make a, make a like, how say it, make a song, so songer? Sing yeah, a song. sing, sing yeah. a song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sing a song. And uh, after that, uh, like, who is it? Uh, uh, just guy who is take uh, microphone, who is it? Like the, the MC? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. MC come in and like say, hey, buddy, good job. It's a first time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I said, said, no. He said, 
It's fine. It's fine. First time tonight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like he asked, it's the first time in karaoke. Yes. I said, no, <laughs> no, sorry guys. Not first time. It's I am just bad, bad songer. It's, but I love that all. you go back and I mean, practice makes perfect. You're going to get better at I, it each time I, you do I, it. I try it. It's, it's, you are, you seem work. very positive. You're not going to get better I at can, it. First problem. I, I can't listen. I just listen. I listen, but I can't repeat, you know? It's really tough for Whoa, me. Whoa, interesting. We, we, we have a like, ex, uh, challenge with my wife. He just uh, gave me uh, like Russian, it's easy. Russian music, Russian words. It's like, I know. And said, listen, say it again now, same, please. And like after two seconds, I can't say, I can't say same. Like, I say, I, I say, I say, say, yeah. I say, say the same words. Yeah. English is it's tough, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I say the same words, but different, you know, like they just come out different. Bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen is way different. In an interview before the season, uh, you're talking about you played a lot of basketball this summer, yeah, and you lost toenails, and yeah, you were like very secretive and mysterious about why you lost toenails. It's a really tough question because I now I will, I will talk on the English. I don't know how to say it out of words, but yeah, I tried. It's a, <clears throat> my, my, I have a little brother. He's, but he's taller than me, like say my tall, but he's two, 2000, 2006. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we just play one on one for one, uh, was it one ring? Was it? Oh, like bus, bus, half bus. court. So you're playing on one hoop. Yeah. One yeah. Hoop. yeah. Hoop. I'm forget. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, for one hoop, every time we just play and then like for 12 and just, uh, it's a, it's a tough game because we just start to like easy, easiest one. But after like, after two, three points, we, yeah, we just, uh, agree and like, let's go fighting like this together. And it's really interesting for me. It's for him too. We, we love, we love this experience, but one time I just miss my shoes and I, I, I take it. He, he's, uh, my brother gave me shoes. It's a uh, regular shoes for walking or running, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, but, but I have a basketball one yeah, yeah. because I like basketball and I have basketball shoes and uh, I just forget and uh, take normal shoes. And when you do like some cross, if you know basketball, yeah, like yeah, 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 cr yeah, crossovers yeah. or like steps, yeah, step like backs. Yeah, like your foot is hitting the front yeah. of your There's shoe. There's no support, yeah. 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 Steps, oh. st step backs and everything, yeah. you know, like yeah. I, I try to do it and uh, just every time, you know, <sighs> my fingers going and after like I'm shoes, shoes off and look at it and like, okay, it's fine. After two months, I just lose it and oh uh, it's a new God. one now. But yeah, it's a, it's a good lesson. It's a good lesson for me. For Gross. Future. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I won this game. You won? Of course. He's younger than me. Of course I won. But you said he's, he's tall. tall. No, he's like same like me. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. he's like one centimeter or like same. Okay. We're just really similar. Basketball is a physical sport. People who don't play basketball don't understand that. It is uh, a physical sport. Yeah, of course. I, I really, but basketball, I think it's not really close with hockey, but it's just legs, legs and uh, hands work together and like five and five. You just need a just uh, good, good, I think, hockey IQ and basketball IQ, you know, just passes and everything. I love it. I love it. And we, we watch a lot when playoffs start. I was going to say, do you watch, uh, do you watch the NBA? Not, 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 not now because it's, uh, we have a lot of games and yeah. usually when we have a season, I don't watch it, but when playoffs started, of course, every, every, like not every game, but 
a lot of games I just started to watch and uh, I tried to learn too some like it's interesting for me mm -hmm. some some moves and everything like small details it's it's, it's really interesting and uh, yeah I work a lot do you have a favorite NBA player mm, I yeah but same it's uh, it's um, I think it's the same like hockey I don't have a one favorite player like I, I like more Stefan Curry of course I think mm -hmm. it's yeah it's, it's standard and Jason Tatum for me I oh really hell yeah him. we're from Boston we're from Boston yeah. so we love Jason Tatum yeah Great, I, I want to look too. It's uh, amazing. First, my NBA game in the last season in Cleveland against Boston Celtic. Okay. He's he's played well, but they lose for overtime in overtime. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's very excited to watch to Jimmy Butler in playoff. Mm -hmm. I don't know how how he's making, but he's he's so good in playoff. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he is a uh, big game player. Right, yeah. exactly. Like yeah. when it's a big game, he shows up and he he gets his young players to do better and everything. Yeah. Like he's the type of guy that like hockey teams would want to have. Yeah. The guy that like really gets everybody yeah. together. Um, who's your favorite Russian hockey player growing up? Oh, I like I really love Kucher. I don't don't say about Avechkin because he's when I was a kid he's my favorite of course. Yeah. For every but for every Russian player. Now I really really like watch to Kucherov and the Kaprizov. Is yeah. that why you wear eighty six? It's uh maybe so, but not a lot. I think it's just we have a it's a long story too. Like not not long, but when I come in uh uh, St. Petersburg on the Russia, uh, it's a Russian team mm -hmm. on uh, St. Petersburg, it's a city. Yeah, yeah. And uh, close with Moscow. Mm -hmm. Do you know, mm -hmm. maybe? Yeah. 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 And yeah. Uh, we just, we don't have, a, I don't have my number because usually I play for 14, 9, 91. And uh, yeah. I just come in and we don't have a, like open uh, open uh, numbers and yeah. I take to th 34 because I, I like Matthews too. He's really really good and just yeah. And just interesting. I want to try it and it's a bad season and after I just switch it for 86 because he's real open too. And yeah, just stay it, hold it and I know. Yeah, I like it. Kucherov good player for me. He's on the best, I think, and uh, just yeah, he's very smart. Mm -hmm. Like play, no, I don't say he's he's so hard. He just like really smart. He just take puck and uh, <laughs> seam, score on open net. It's it's easy. he's good at like everything. Yeah, yeah, and I I, I love Kaprizov Kirill. Mm -hmm. He's he's good hockey player too. For no, for me, and just I, he's really strong on the puck. Mm -hmm. Great stick handle skating, but he skates so well. Mm. It's tough. You said I think you said ninety one in there. Was that for Fedorov? Because I was a fe uh, I loved Fedorov. Uh, I, but I don't watch all of his games. But I know he's legend mm -hmm. on the NHL. Oh right, he's so Fedorov's probably a little old for you, huh? Yeah, he's he's old. I, I don't watch all of games with him, but I, yeah, I watch movie about uh, Russian Five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. really good. And uh, Larionov was my coach. Ah, yes, uh, one time on the national team. It's a great, it's a great experience. Uh, really great. He's a great man. And yeah, I had just about number. Mm. I don't remember why. Just usually it's a the three, four, maybe five years ago. Ninety-one. It's like it's a, like good number. 
Yeah, I, I know why. It's still good. Those things, it, yeah. it does happen in cycles, though, mm-hmm. where like certain numbers are cool. Like I think that yeah. right now we're in a time where numbers in the 80s are very cool. Yeah. So like Thank 86. You. Thank you. Swinging, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's like, yeah, every like every five years, just switch it to numbers, you know, and like five years ago, four, five, I don't know, six maybe. Uh, yeah, 91, it's, it's feel like, wow. Yeah. It's a great one. If you just play for 91, you just good guy, you know, good, yeah, good yeah. player and everything. And yeah, I just pick up and it's like that in soccer too, probably more than yeah, anything like else. Yeah, like 10, 7, 10, like, 9. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Seven, yeah. It's about who makes the numbers cool, which is yeah, why. Yeah, of course. Sam Coase has done a lot for like 91, I, for example. I, I say it like it's a, I talked with my little brother, he's hockey player too. And uh, he last season pick pick up 40. 40? Why 40? He said Peterson. Oh, said, yeah. Yeah, they yeah like, if if not Peterson, we, f- we will think, what's... what's Zetterberg. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Zetterberg, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. I forgot about one. Zetterberg, yes. It's a good 34-2, like, why for it? But made you start to play and everything now like it, uh, 32. It's about players, I think. Yep. Well, uh, Marcello, is that what you said? Marcello? Yeah, Marcello, yeah. Marcello, you have been... <laughs> A fantastic podcast guest. Yes. You are, for, for as great as you are at hockey, you are even better at doing a podcast. So we thank you for right. participating. Thank you so much. I'm really happy and a little nervous, but I'm okay now. You've thank done you. great. Yeah, You're awesome. you just... Welcome to the guys. podcast thank world. You. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The best, told no lies. He's awesome. Love Kirill Marchenko. Thank you to him for coming on. Thanks to the Blue Jackets for suggesting him. Because honestly, uh, we that was one where we were just like, hey, we're going to come make some fun stuff with you guys. Anybody else who's really fun? They were like, Marchenko. Yeah. He is the best. Good on him to do a podcast when he's never done one before and when he was a little uneasy about his English, but he's just a very, very cool hang. Hopefully, you could vote him into the All-Star game. Hashtag NHL All-Star vote. Marchenko. Kirill. Full name, please. <laughs> Get him in there. We are. What are we doing? What's that? We're pushing the agenda. We're pushing the agenda. And uh, they, in the time that uh, it took to air the interview, the list came out of the highest vote getters from the fan vote. And Kirill Marchenko, not on the list there. So get Assholes. to work. Get to work. Kirill Marchenko, hashtag NHL all-star vote. Let's look who's on there. Uh, Nylander tops, no surprise. I mean, he'd be forced in even if he has no votes. The NHL would hire bots to make sure another Toronto player is there. Kale McCarr, I said yesterday, he should be at the top of the list of guys who should get in. Mm-hmm. Leon Dreisaitl makes sense just because he's such a star and he's having kind of a Dreisaitl-esque season. Pedersen, I'll tell you what, so far, other than Marner, like all the guys that are up at the top of the like list deserving. should be there. Yeah. I said Pedersen yesterday as well. Artemi Panarin is on the list, even though the not Rangers going. were like, he does not want to go. They and quite he's not literally going to go. put out a video of Artemi Panarin being like, I cannot go to the All-Star game. Vote for other Rangers. <laughs> and the only Ranger, or I guess not the only Rangers, have been a jazz on there, but still. I, I like Bouchard being on there. Uh-huh. Bouchard, Bouchard should yeah. be on there. 
I love uh, Miko Rantanen on there. I want him to get in just so that he can say fuck you to his teammates' dads. Uh, Zach Hyman, obviously, we're pushing Zach Hyman as a show, uh, a show campaign. But like Eastern Conference, Kirill Marchenko, Western Conference, Zach Hyman. Let's go get how to many, work, everybody. How many more? Uh, how many more guys do they take? Uh, I believe eight. I think so. That's eight? Eight. All right, so let's look at the top. So the top eight is Nylander, McCarr, Drysdale. Uh, yeah, but that, it would be I eight lost for count. each, uh, it, for like each conference, and also uh, three goalies. I think. Oh, eight. Per, okay, so Zach Hyman would be in seemingly. Yeah, on the East we have Nylander, or I guess for the West we would have McCarr, Drysdale, Miller, ba- Besser. Why can't I? Besser. Yeah. Besser. Uh, Rantanen. Hyman. So Hyman would be seventh there, sixth, seventh. So he would be in that top eight. As okay. As the West is concerned, Western skaters. Also, I'd be cool with that. Yeah. I, I, although, honestly, I want Bouchard over. I didn't even think of Bouchard, but like he's having an all star season. Don't say that you want Bouchard over Hyman. I want him over Drysidle. <laughs> no, as, I want him over Drysidle. As far as the Eastern Conference is concerned, like you can take away Pranarin. So there's going to mm. be one other, someone else down here for the East. If I can only have four Oilers at the All-Star game. I want to be McDavid, Hyman, Bouchard, and Skinner. Yes. I think it's only fair and only right. But uh, I want Marchenko there as well. Also in the time that we uh, took to air that Marchenko interview, the the Gauthier situation, that trade has gotten even messier because Kevin Hayes has come out and talked to reporters, uh, specifically reporter Matthew DeFranks, uh, posted some quotes of him talking to Kevin Hayes this morning. And they are strong quotes, so I'm just going to read it real quick. Uh, Yeah, I think it's complete bullshit, honestly. I think those two guys acted like complete pieces of shit, to be honest, making shit up. Now I'm going to bed and waking up with death threats, and people want my family dead, and people are happy that my brother's dead. I think it's completely insane that this guy can say something like that. I honestly heard it and started laughing. Who the fuck am I to have influence on if a kid plays for an NHL team or not? I don't have that influence. Okay, so I... I mean, taking out the shit of, like, saying stuff about his brother... Right, don't be a piece of shit. Twitter assholes like that, I, I... it sucks that he had to see all that and everything, but like I, I take those assholes so unseriously that I'm like, it, it goes without saying, fuck those idiots. You're giving Flyers fans a bad name, and although Flyers fans generally are very assholey, like don't make people think that they're folks who are tweeting about folks's like dead brothers who died tragically. I mean, I'm obviously, not, I'm, I'm not going to blame Kevin Hayes for that. Like, it, it's, right. I can understand Kevin Hayes being pissed that like. If he didn't say those things or like didn't, you know, have so it. here, l- let me finish my thought okay. though. All right. I don't have that influence is the correct thing for him to say. Like I still, we said earlier in the show, like, boy, when you said that you have never said anything about the flyers, we're like, wow, well now you're probably kind of lying a little bit. I agree. You don't have that influence. Even if you said, fuck those guys, you don't want to play there. You cannot be held responsible right. for that. Like a person would have made an insane decision if they took even inflammatory things you said about the franchise to say, okay, well, then I'm not going to play there. So it's 100%. not Kevin Hayes' fault. And even if he did say shit, which like I don't totally believe him when he says I didn't say anything at all, it's not his fault. Yeah, exactly. And then obviously like if he did say something, whatever, like it's his, his right. And then like don't bring the fucking family into it. And I can understand it from Kevin Hayes' perspective if like – 
if if somebody came out there and like said that this was his fault, like a, a, a person directly associated with the Flyers and who is seemingly like a very popular person in that fan base and around that team to just throw that shit out there pretty recklessly is is shitty. It's yeah. a shitty position to put Kevin Hayes in and it's a shitty, th- shitty thing to do. Shitty professional move. So like I, I complete, and I respect Kevin Hayes for getting in front of a microphone and being like, fuck all of this. Yeah. And uh, again, like I don't even, it's, it sounds silly to try to uh, convey a message to people who would tweet those things at him, but like, you know, and again, I'm speaking to a very small percentage of absolute psychos on the internet but you know that when you do that everybody is like good for cutter Gautier that he got away from this fan base and now like the guy that everybody can agree did a kind of dicey thing is now painted as a victim in all this so like just don't be I don't know like I'm always weird about shit like when when someone's like could you believe that this person tweeted that sort of thing I'm like Unfortunately, I can believe that there is a that like a, a crazy group of people who would do shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I take them so unseriously as human beings that it's it, it's shitty. I want the Flyers that. to have their Obviously. identity back, and I'm glad they have some identity back. But I don't want them to have like this deep of the identity back. Yeah. I just want them to be petty and be angry and take it super personally, but not be fucking pieces of shit about it so and find the line friends uh also jimmy hayes also was like the nicest so i said marchenko is like the sweetest hockey player uh ever dealt with like jimmy hayes is high on that list like mm-hmm. really 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 sweet person and obviously like it sounds so stupid he was like his death is like a fucking devastating thing for Tragedy. that family and for hockey so yeah. like look like i like personally like when it comes to like humor and comedians and shit like, like what is this person allowed to joke about i'm generally like you know what do, do whatever you want or whatever like shit like this like no tolerance don't yeah. fucking do shit like that yep uh before we get out of here chaos chain uh game Important. tonight the seattle kraken playing the buffalo sabers minus 108 the bet has been placed uh 20 to win 38 so uh, 18 52 on the line uh, with the pot. Nobody owns the Seattle Kraken in the chaos chain. They're holding the, the the belt, the chain right now. I have the Canadians and Rangers. DJ has the Avalanche and Oilers because I gifted him the Oilers yesterday. Sean gave me the Rangers. DJ has to give Sean a team. Uh, so who are you giving Sean? I'm giving Sean the Nashville Predators because we don't really talk about the Predators a lot. That's true. We sure, don't. dude. All right. <laughs> Why not? Shout out Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah, people forget. That's right. That There's the connection there. Stay away from Tim Hortons. We push the Ryan <laughs> O'Reilly. Uh, Sean's like, stay away from Tim Hortons so there can be more for me. That's what he means. Or so there can, like yeah, a, yeah. I feel like that joke is like the Patrick Kane cab joke where it's just yeah. like, how are we still making these jokes? I mean, it's but a, it, aggressively it's Buffalo too. I mean, it didn't happen in Buffalo. It happened in Ontario, but still. It's like both Buffalo guys. We ha- very rarely have things happen in that city, so we're going to make fun of those two forever. That yeah. one's a little funnier. Like, not that drunk driving is funny, but like getting a brand new truck and then drunk driving and not hurting anybody, just driving yeah, straight I mean, into, it, a into a Tim Hortons is very funny. It's much less. Uh, he didn't do anything to anybody. I mean, he could have, obviously. Right, yeah. But he ultimately didn't do anything to anybody else. Very funny. 
So uh, on that note, I think we can all uh, agree uh, on uh, what we got to spin the wheel. We got to. Oh, yes. Get yeah. One more. T- how are you not keeping up with all these rules? Yeah, I'm We're telling sh- you, do, do make the board. People are getting very into uh, how confusing how com- it is. How complicated yes. This is, that's so. the, like the only thing that grabs me with this. So no, no. Like, I mean, the, spin, yeah, spin the, me. only, the only thing that grabs you. <laughs> no, like that's what makes me all in. Who's okay. this for? Who's this one's for DJ. For DJ wants to spin, right? Okay. So I'm spinning and this is to do what? To your third get team. your third team. To get a third team. Come on, daddy. Give me <laughs> Alex Petrangelo. Oh, <laughs> oh, you get the most boring team Minnesota in the league. Wild. Love it. Wouldn't have it any other way. Congratulations. Nobody else wants that. Uh, all right. Spin it for me. Let's go. Spin that wheel for Pete. That's right. The Florida Panthers. Nice. Hell yeah, brother. I'll take Ooh. the Florida Panthers. All right. And by the way, if uh, you spin for a team that is already, if you get a team that is already taken here, although did you, wait, did you, they're, no, they're, they're all being removed. No I was going to say, then you have to like give the other two of us a hundred dollars. All right. Go ahead, Sean. This is for your third and final team. I mean, still you could get one and then you have to. No, oh, go, oh, come on. I almost, no, I almost no. gave you the Blackhawks. I'm so no. jealous. Sean gets the Blackhawks. Why are you saying no? I wanted the Blue Jackets. We were very okay, close. Fair but, enough. Uh, uh, let's go. The Chicago Blackhawks. Let's go. Damn. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, here's a game that we should add. This is like a, this can balance out the complicated nature of the chaos chain. We should just at the end of every show spin the wheel, have every team on there, just see what team it lands on. And it means nothing, but we could just be excited by <laughs> who it lands on. We like, if, like if we were just spinning that wheel anyway and it landed on the Blackhawks because I like that team, I would have been like, yeah, Blackhawks. I like the idea of spinning the wheel with all 32 teams at the end of every episode. And then like it, it, whoever your team lands on for your spin, you have to say something about them. Can be positive, can be negative. It's just like a final thought about like a random team. I like that, yeah. Sean. I also enjoy that. Yeah. Can we get approval on that? Yeah. All right. All right. But you still also have forward. to make the chain in the box and write <sighs> everything on there. Uh, also, a programming note. Uh, I lost a lot of money on the college football game last night. So to uh, regrow my bankroll, uh, my my betting account is in the double digits now. Mm-hmm. I'm down to like $90 in there. So I'm betting $60 on Oilers to beat the Blackhawks in regulation. That's like minus <laughs> yeah, 300 or something. But uh, anything to just like grow back. win like, 450. Yeah, like, <laughs> truly. So uh, any little bit helps. So Black, uh, I'm sorry, Oilers, please don't fuck around. Beat the extremely dead Blackhawks in regulation this evening. All right, that'll do it for this show. We went a little long today, but uh, we can do that because we damn boys. Sean, what do we have on the PWHL slate tonight? Uh, Fairweather fan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, 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 bye. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show 
by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 